and welcome to In the Crow's Nest with the Political Pirate. I am your host, the Political Pirate, and this is November 22nd, 2005. So hello out there, boys and girls. I've seen a few of you listen, but I tell you what, I haven't gotten no feedback on my email. So I'm going to give out my email again. It is th3pir4t3 at gmail.com. So any ideas you may have for a story or any comments you want to make on any of the things that I cover, just go ahead and give me an email at that address or just go to the website at apoliticalpirate.blogspot.com. And let's get to this week's issues. First off on this week's issues... I want to make a comment on hearing Donald Rumsfeld do a double talk on this week. So, uh, basically, i seen a video clip on the Alex Jones website, Infowars.com, and it's got Rumsfeld saying that George Bush never asked him if he thought he should go to war. But basically, we all know that's a lie. He's the Def- Secretary of Defense. Of course he was consulted. I've even got a couple of different uh, websites that I'm going to leave up on my website. I'm going to leave links to them that will show you his own speeches. You know, just basically blows all of his claims right out of the water. It's amazing to actually, you know, hear him go back and say he wasn't asked when I got, you know, you have this on your own web servers here. What I'd like to do is hit on some of the high points of the statement. As well as we know, today I want to discuss the attack of preventing attacks on even greater magnitude. And as you go on down reading through the article, it, you know, it has him discussing why we should go into Iraq and stuff. And this is long before the Iraqi war ever began. Long before we first sent troops. This is when we was considering it. So you know he had prior knowledge to the event. And now he's trying to distance himself and back away from him a little bit. And trying to make himself look a little cleaner as George Bush gets dirtier. This is a trick of the new world order, as Alex Jones would say. They're trying to make George Bush and Dick Cheney a fall guy, but you know what? I think we're on to him now. Got a few other issues that I want to cover, but first I'm going to let you listen to the soundbite of uh, Donald Rumsfeld trying to do a little backtracking here. But uh, go ahead and listen to that, and I'll get back with you on the other side there, guys. Correct to suggest that uh, General Vines or General Casey or General Evazade have ever asked for more troops and been turned down. That is flat not true. You know, what has been happening as we debate the number of troops, as we debate whether to withdraw, is also this continual debate over the intelligence uh, leading up to the war. And I know you've said you believe that it's wrong to question the motives or the honesty of administration officials, but I have a different question for you. If you had known that no weapons of mass destruction would be found, would you have advocated invasion? I didn't advocate invasion. You didn't? No, I wasn't asked. If you read all the books and the things... You weren't, but why weren't you asked? That's very puzzling. Well, I'm sure the president understood what my views were, but, but as a technical matter, did he ever look and say, what should we do? Should we go do this or not do that? This is something that the president thought through very carefully. Are you trying to distance yourself from the war with that? Of course not. I agreed completely with the decision to go to war. And said that a hundred times. And don't, don't even suggest that. I'm just asking. Yeah, well, you know better. Uh, Look, the interesting thing to me about the pre-war intelligence is clearly it was wrong. It was wrong, but everyone saw the same thing in the executive branch, in the legislative branch, in the other countries that was presented at the UN. But would you have been for an invasion if we had known that? If I, the answer is uh, probably yes. There have been two realities here. There's been the rhetorical reality of the Bush administration, which is 
you know, the, the imperial strategy that George was talking about. But the military reality has been entirely different. This war has been an orphan since the day after we arrived in Baghdad. It hasn't been fought by the, uh, by, by the civilian leadership of the Pentagon. You know, the, uh, Secretary Rumsfeld has been far he more... He wasn't distancing himself. Yeah, right. One of the most hallucinatory moments of your interview with Rumsfeld was, was when he was talking about the hundreds of thousands of troops, uh, you know, Iraqi troops around. 12,000 or I mean, so. We have a situation, the Ministry of Defense in Iraq, where they can't support the troops at all. But the problem is it's not a PR problem, George, which is there's a real substantive policy issue. Who is running the Iraq war? Who is? It's not clear, right? I mean, Rumsfeld was a part of plant on the show. He says That's he has right. nothing to do with troop levels. He, he didn't actually advocate the invasion. He doesn't have anything to do with the negotiations about the torture uh, bill. He's, so he's not doing it. So the Secretary you know, of State, Bondi Rice, is out. The know. president even this week said, so long as I am commander-in-chief, our strategy in Iraq will be driven by the sober judgment of our military commanders on the ground. The Here's how I want you to check things out for me. All I want you to do is go to www.apoliticalpirate.blogspot.com and uh, check out the links that I provide on my website. Then you tell me what you think of the story at my email address, which the pirate, which is th3pir4t3 at gmail.com. Give me an email back. Tell me what you think of Ronsville's double talking backstepping, or if you don't think that he is. Go ahead and give me an email on that issue, too. Maybe I'll get a little audio soundbite and have you on the show. As the debate over the war grows, the administration can't seem to settle on the right way to answer its critics. Last week, the party line was the attacking the war was somehow beyond the pale. The president quickly endorsed Vice President Dick Cheney's snarling soundbite that it was dishonest and reprehensible to suggest that anyone cooked the pre-war intelligence in Iraq. And when Republican John Murtha, a Democrat from Pennsylvania, called for a withdrawal of U.S. troops, the White House response was to link the 73-year-old Democrat Vietnam veteran with filmmaker Michael Moore and the extreme liberal wing of the Democratic Party. Republicans doubtfully followed suit and went on the attack. But before the weekend was over, the White House had changed track. Now that the line of that criticism is to be expected and in a de democracy, even criticism of the war, the president is all but sprinkling Martha with fairy dust. There are legitimate questions about whether the nation was snowed into a costly war, even if you give the administration the benefit of the doubt and assume that pre-war intelligence failures stemmed from incompetence and not dishonesty. There's still no defense for the mistakes that were made in the conduct of the war and the abuse that have been committed in the name of the United States. Our trivia indefinitely detentions, wholesale thwarting of the, the Geneva Convention, a string of secret prisons, interrogations by torture, Abu Ghraib, should result in more people being sent to jail than a couple of ill-trained enlisted reservists. The president says the Iraq is a test for our nation's resolve, that anything less than victory will confirm the enemy's view that America lacks stomach for a fight. But stay the course. That's his answer for everything. Doesn't play as a strategy. When the course seems led to lead nowhere, what is the victory in Iraq? When will we know when we've won? The mess George Bush and company have created in Iraq doesn't have an unmessy solution. Yeah, Martha's plan may be a little strict, you know, wanting to pull out all once. It, it's, it isn't really attractive, but at least it's a plan. The saying goes, when you're in a hole, the first thing you do is stop digging. 
I digress. Basically, all you got to do is go to my website at www.apoliticalpirate.blogspot.com or uh, hundreds of other websites out there like Infowars.com, PrisonPlanet.tv, or the Washington Post, even their own web servers at the Ministry of Defense. I'll have all the links on my website. You can go check them out for yourself, or you can just go digging around on Google by typing it in the search engine. Basically, this evidence is everywhere. They're lying to us. We've got proof they're lying to us. And now that George Bush is starting to go down, all the king courses and all the king's men are running because they don't want to have to put Humpty Bush back together again. So basically, uh, we're out of time for this episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. If so, get back to me at my email address, which is th3pir4t3 at gmail.com or the website, which I've listed a couple of times, and the links will all be there. So, boys and girls... I'd like to give a shout-out to Alex Jones for InfoWars.com and give a special thanks to the band IntroBank for letting me use their music for my opener and closer. Well, until next time, boys and girls, this is the Political Pirate saying, Love your country, but fear your government. (laughs) 